Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Welcome back, everyone, in this weekly outlook here at XM.com. I'm Christina Barthenidou, and joining me today is our lead investment analyst, Rafi Boyajan. Uh, so, Rafi, we had uh, the ECB, Bank of Canada, and Bank of Japan meetings uh, all this week, and uh, the pressure we get here is that although inflation and supply constraints uh, are a common phenomenon in every country, uh, central banks are acting in different ways. But uh, what investors care most about these days is how the Fed uh, is planning to move forwards with its interest rates. So uh, how do you think the rate hike talks will develop uh, this week when the uh, Fed uh, announces its policy uh, this Wednesday? And what is the outlook for the US dollar given that non-farm payrolls are uh, on the agenda later in the week on Friday? Well, Christian, you're absolutely right that the Fed will announce uh, that it's going to begin tapering its asset purchases. Uh, they're probably going to say that's going to start in mid-November. However, the move has been so well telegraphed that it's unlikely to cause much of a market reaction. Uh, instead, traders will be paying more attention to what Jerome Powell's going to say in his press briefing. Uh, he will probably be quizzed about inflation and how soon the rate hike cycle uh, will begin. But Powell will probably not want to talk about rate hikes, so he will going to do his best to bypass the topic. Uh, nevertheless, we might get some hints on uh, where the Fed stands on rate, the rate hike timing uh, based on what remarks Powell makes about inflation, because if he says that um, he's no longer so sure about inflation being transitory, that could imply that the, uh, the, that the Fed um, uh, will probably raise interest rates much sooner uh, than their previous forecast, which was the end of uh, 2022. Uh, but if Powell manages to play it completely safe, uh, we're probably not going to, uh, in that case, get much of a reaction in either bond markets or in the US dollar. Uh, and the focus will then turn on Friday's NFP report. Uh, now, as far as the US labor market is concerned, uh, there's been quite a bit of uh, mixed signals about it. Uh, we had that, of course, big miss uh, back in September for the September, sorry, for the September payroll. For October forecast, the latest forecast is for a figure of 425,000, uh, which is well above the prior month's figure. So that would be an improvement. Uh, and given the volatility that we're seeing in bond markets lately, uh, yields will probably be uh, very sensitive to any big surprises or misses, and that in turn uh, would also have a quite a significant impact on the US dollar as well. Well, it seems that it will be a quite exciting uh, session for the US dollar, but uh, let's now move to Australia where the RBA is also announcing its policy meet meeting uh, earlier than the Fed on Tuesday. Um, well, what are the expectations for this uh, central bank meeting? Could they uh, bring some negative risks for the Aussie? Well, the RBA uh, is actually one of the few central banks uh, that's managed to stay uh, very dovish, uh, but we may see a change uh, in that very soon because uh, inflation uh, is picking up, especially underlying inflation in Australia. We had uh, the latest quarterly data uh, in the past few days, and also Australia is coming out of lockdown, uh, so there's likely to be a big rebound in economic growth uh, in the upcoming uh, months. Uh, more importantly, over the past months, over the past week, we did see the yield on uh, the three-year bond yield for Australian government bonds, specifically the one that expires in April 2024. Uh, the RBA uh, did not defend 
their target, which is 0.10%. So we saw that yield surging past 0.10% and the RBA stood back and did nothing. So that suggests that we could possibly see the yield curve control policy being abandoned uh, at the next uh, meeting. Uh, now that in itself would be quite hawkish. It would be a quite hawkish move. But uh, when you consider the fact that markets are expecting the RBA to raise interest rates at least four times next year, uh, the I mean, that's uh, the, the RBA is unlikely to be able to raise rates so many times. So they will probably try to push back on those uh, specific expectations. Uh, so that in, that would actually be quite negative uh, for the Aussies. So even if they were to start, if we were to get some kind of an announcement about um, winding down their emergency stimulus, uh, pushing back on those uh, expectations for uh, next year, that in itself could have a bigger negative effect than the uh, than the boost from their other policy actions. Well, it seems that exiting stimulus is not an easy decision for central banks these days. And we can say that the Bank of England also belongs to this group. Uh, during its previous policy meeting, it signaled that interest rates will rise only gradually before bond purchases uh, terminate. But uh, then in the next weeks, its, com- uh, its communication turned a bit clearer. Uh, could you give us more details about how this week's uh, meeting uh, can develop both for monetary policy and uh, the pound? So there is right, we've had quite a lot of strong hints from the Bank of England since the the September meeting. Uh, They appear to have been deliberately attempting to guide market expectations uh, to bring forward the what invest with the timing of when investors think the rate hikes uh, will begin uh, suggest and the Bank of England has specifically been hinting that interest rates could start to rise as early as this year so there's strong expectations going into this meeting that we could get a rate hike as early uh, as Thursday when they meet um, but uh, of course there's still quite a bit of uncertainty because we've heard quite a few from quite a few MPC members lately, and some of them uh, do not appear to uh, be fully on board uh, about the idea of raising interest rates uh, so soon. Uh, So we could yet see a surprise. So if that were to happen, that would of course be uh, negative on sterling. But then then again, sterling hasn't really rallied that much uh, from these rate high expectations. It has been given a a nice lift, uh, but not as much as you would have expected because there are other concerns about the UK economy surrounding uh, the supply constraints, uh, labour shortages, uh, the the energy crisis, uh, which uh, are expected to uh, hurt the UK economy. Uh, And so, in fact, if the Bank of England turned out to be much more dovish than expected, that might actually ease concerns about the UK growth being choked from higher interest rates and could even uh, boost uh, sterling. So um, it's quite a lot of uncertainty uh, going into uh, next week's policy meeting because uh, although markets uh, have ramped up their bets, uh, we may yet see um, a surprise from the Bank of England. But uh, either way, it's pretty certain that if not at the next meeting, then uh, one of the upcoming meetings, UK interest rates uh, will, will be rising. Okay, Rafi, quite interesting. Uh, Definitely will keep a close eye on Bank of England this week. Uh, So uh, this is the end of this weekly outlook. And thank you, Rafi, for your insightful comments. Uh, See you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.